Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show here talking with Tom Karen, our Red Sox insider over at Nesson. Red Sox have dropped two straight here, kind of this up and down nature of the early going of their season. TC, how are you? Doing well. How you doing, Brady? I'm doing well. Red Sox do get, let's start with some good news here. Brian Bayo, great start yesterday at Worcester. He's going to come back. He's going to join, uh, going to join the rotation. I assume bumps how to the bullpen pitching staff getting a little deeper. Yeah, that's the hope. I mean, you saw Garrett Whitlock last night. It is a stark reminder that what you do in the minors doesn't necessarily translate to the majors, especially against the Tampa Bay Rays right now. But but Bayo, by all accounts last night, Worcester looked great. Uh, living in the mid-90s, touching 97, secondary stuff all looked good. He was efficient, 80-some pitches to get through six innings. Uh, I, I heard nothing but rave reviews about Bayo last night. And again, remember in September last year, the guy had a 165 ERA. So really uh, was was finding his uh, his stride down the stretch, see if he could pick it up now. When Paxton comes back, are you in favor of a six-man rotation or is somebody getting unexpectedly bumped to the pen? That's a really tough question. I, I know that Alex Cora is not a fan of the six-man rotation. So with that on the table, it doesn't really matter what I think because <laughs> he doesn't like it. Uh, now, maybe that'll change because of where they're at, but I had a conversation with him about that at spring training, and he, he wasn't real interested in going there. So, you know, I, I don't know. It comes down to to Paxton or Pavetta going to the bullpen. Pavetta's been their best starter, one earned run in 10 innings of work, so that's really hard to pull him out of the rotation right now. Paxton's never really pitched in relief, but you're coming back from an injury. Maybe that's a way to protect him a little bit. Maybe you start him there, long relief. I don't know. You know, it's the oldest cliche in baseball. These things work themselves out. We'll see if someone suffers an injury, what happens. Uh, but it, but it's not an easy fit right now, even though you're right. The, the pitching staff is getting better with these guys back. It's just not easy to plug them all in. Something that's not an easy fix is the Adam Duvall injury, a guy that they were really counting on and a guy who's going to be out somewhere between six and eight weeks, it looks like. Um, are you blaming poor roster construction on what has happened to the Red Sox in the last few days, not really having an answer for a Duvall injury? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I'm blaming the Tampa Bay Rays, right? I mean, they've they've been doing this to everybody. So it's not, you know, the fact that they have one extra base hit in two games uh, isn't because Duvall isn't here. Uh, In part, it hurts, obviously, but but Rep Snyder's hit well against lefties in his career, and he's good defensively, uh, you know, the fact that Kike Hernandez is in an 0 for 27 slump right now and is batting 083 or whatever it is isn't because Adam Duvall is not in the lineup. So they they've got they've got some guys really cold. Yoshida, you know, hasn't been great. Uh, he's, he's shown a couple of flashes, but we haven't seen it consistently yet. Arroyo has really struggled, and, and we didn't expect that, right? The, the 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 word on Arroyo, the book on Arroyo has always been when he's healthy, he can hit. Uh, well, he's healthy and he's not hitting. So you got a lot of guys cold right now. McClanahan started the All-Star game last year. I mean, he's one heck of a pitcher. He's 3-0 and with a you know sub-2 ERA. So they got it shoved last night. Monday was a great baseball game. You lost one nothing. Ravel Devers took three called third strikes for the first time in his career, one with the bases loaded, which was the killer, uh, in the eighth inning. So, I, you know, I'm not going to overreact and say they've lost two games because Adam Duvall wasn't in the lineup, but there's no doubt he's missing the, uh, they're missing his protection in the middle of that order. I'm ready to throw my four and eight Mariners through a wall right now. At what point are you allowed to be worried slash frustrated about your team's performance? 
Oh, you can be worried. And I'm not saying I'm not worried about the Red Sox. Uh, it, it's never too early to worry. It's too early to panic. Uh, I, I always try to, you know, we're, we're in a football crazed world. So I always try to, you know, w- 10 games in baseball is the equivalent of one game in football, right? Mm-hmm. So when, you, when you're 0-1, you don't panic. When you're, if you're 0-10, you probably panic, but if you're five and five, four and six, four and eight, I, you know, it's still too early to panic. But some teams have really struggled to get going here, and that can lead to a crisis in confidence. That can lead to trouble. Uh, you know, back to the Red Sox. We had a graphic last night. The Red Sox have given up the third, uh, tied for the third most home runs in baseball as a pitching staff. Three of the four teams on our list, as the four teams that have given up the most home runs, have all played a series against the Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> So, you know, that's that's the common denominator in bad pitching right now is you face the Rays, who are just right now uh, playing as well as any team in the history of baseball over a 10-game stretch. I mean, they have been crazy. You need more from Yoshida or from Turner to in the uh, light of Duvall's injury? Yeah, Turner. I mean, because Yoshida's giving you a little something. Turner's really struggled. I thought last night he took a walk. He got a base hit. I think Turner started to show that, uh, you know, usually see small signs from a guy when they're coming out of a slump. Even Kike Hernandez late in the game yesterday uh, made it out, but he he was on the ball opposite field. That sort of makes you see that feel that he's seeing the strike zone and seeing the ball and maybe poised to come out of it. You know, Manny Ramirez forever. Jerry Remy used to talk about watching. If you get a little base hit, a little dribbler up the middle, but if he's hitting it up the middle, that means he's about to come around. So you watch these signs. I think Turner's ready to come out of it. Uh, You know, tonight is really interesting. They face Taj Bradley, the top uh, prospect in the Rays system. He's getting the the major league debut tonight. So you got a team that's really scuffling at the plate against the kid who's never pitched in the majors, 22 years old, minor league pitcher of the year. Uh, This is, you know, if you, if you get shoved tonight, uh, you're going to be in trouble because then you come back with a day game tomorrow and and you're really scuffling against Springs, who's been good. Uh, So tonight's a night that you kind of, if you're the Red Sox, you really Tonight's a night to go win a game. Go beat up on a – even if he's a good prospect. This is his major league debut. He'll be over ramped. Get after him. TC, let's move to the Bruins here. Uh, we'll be a little quicker today. Bees right now would play the Islanders in the first round of the playoffs. I don't know that that's officially set yet, but as of now, it's the Islanders. No, the, the Penguins, who have the longest streak of playoff appearances in, in the NHL right now, 16 consecutive years – uh, now need Montreal to beat the Islanders, and then they would need to win their last game. So uh, it's either going to be the Islanders or the Penguins. We know that much. But it's right, right now so it's the Islanders. Bees have the record in hand. Uh, your thoughts on them now as we get ready for the playoffs? I like the way they're playing. You know, last night was a good game. They're winning games. Uh, Allmark scared the heck out of us there when he came out of the game. But yeah. the early reports are good. Uh, so that's a good sign. Uh, I, I, I do. I like the way they're playing. I, you know, we've talked about them all year. They're a complete team. They, they do all the little things right. They've got waves of, you know, of scoring up front. They've got the most depth on the blue line of any team in the NHL. Really curious to see if Olmark gets the uh, baton to run with. Is there some, I mean, you know, Montgomery has hinted that we're going to have a little bit of a rotation maybe, but that's hard to do in the playoffs. Uh, we'll see. I, you know, there's a, I've told you, there is a lot of pressure on this team. As soon as they take the ice next week in the playoffs, the weight of the expectations are squarely on their shoulders. Uh, but it won't take, it's going to be, you know, get a win or two, get rolling, 
Uh, and, and you'll get that confidence back. This team is built for a playoff run. There's no reason to think. I know we all expect the worst in Boston. Uh, the fact that a team has an historic regular season only makes us scream louder that it doesn't mean anything until you win the cup. Uh, but enjoy it. They've had a record-setting season. They've got experience. They've got depth. I'm hoping Krejci's okay. I'm hoping Allmark's okay. If, if everybody's healthy, they'll be fine. TC, more pressure on the Bruins to back up the record or more pressure on the Celtics to finish what they started last year? That's, you know, that's a really good question. And and I think there might be more pressure on the Celtics uh, because, you know, they really let the top seed get away from them. Uh, after, say, you know, after several of them said, we really want the top seed, then they, they went in that funk and, and gave it up. And then it was, well, top seed doesn't mean anything. Uh, it's an interesting team, you know, and there is playoff baggage. You know, the Bruins have the weight of expectations of one really good season, but this isn't the team that's been knocking on the door. The, the playoff history, the recent playoff history of the Celtics is, you know, between between uh, locker room fights in the in the in the COVID year and and coming up short in the finals last year. Uh, give it away the first seed this year. Mystery injuries now as you get closer to the playoffs. I, I think there's a lot of pressure. Uh, a coach who has never been here before as a head coach, uh, there's, there's, you know, and, and the expectations are just as high as the Bruins or any other team in sports right now. So they're expected to win the East. They're expected to get back to the finals. Uh, we'll see. I, I, I mean, the Hawks, I think they'll take care of business. I really do. I don't think that's a problem. Uh, but as you get deeper and the noise gets louder, this team still has to prove uh, that its leadership is ready to take them to that next step. They haven't proved it yet. TC, you're the best. We'll talk in seven days. Thanks, Brady. Appreciate it.